podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Friday before Liverpool take on Everton in the Derby on Monday. So we have two full days after today to dread that game. And then if obviously it doesn't work out, it'll just ruin the whole following week as well. So that's brilliant. Uh, If I sound sick, it's because I am sick today. But I am here because, um, well, why not impose more misery on myself by talking about this team? And because Paul Joyce is a sick man, sick in a different type of way to me. He tweets out that Thiago is struggling with a hip injury, which Jurgen Klopp has since confirmed. He has not been able to train. That's not ideal. That's really not ideal heading into a derby in which our midfield is going to be so important against an Everton team that are super physical, aggressive, and inspired by whatever it is Sean Dyche inspires people with. So that's not good. But Klopp has given updates on four players. Uh, so let's jump in. He says Diogo Jota is the closest to making a return. So he could be okay. Uh, Virgil, it looks like he might be a couple more days away. So he's unlikely. Bobby, according to Klopp, is the next closest one. But I mean, he's been close to a return since December. Artur, apparently quite close. But in all likelihood, Jota makes the bench, none of the rest of them are involved, and Thiago misses out, because that would just be how things go for us this season. That is just wrapping it all up with a nice bow on it. Man City charges could never make up for Liverpool and Steven Gerrard's lost title. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, there's there's three titles that we can look at and say they stole them from us because they cheated. Miguel Delaney, the chief football writer of The Independent, has said this genuinely could end in City's relegation. They could, the Premier League, that is, could strip City of their titles, hit them with points deductions and potentially even expel them. Now, I think they should be expelled from the competition. I think they should be expelled from the Football League. I think this type of industrial-level fraud, this type of institutional cheating, this should come with the most severe punishment, which is put them in non-league, give them a transfer ban, and let them work their way back up. Because that's what they deserve. 
I do think their titles should be taken off them. All of them. Now, the funny side of it would be, let's just deduct 10 points for every season from when these uh, these owners took over and these practices began up until the current day, ending with last season. Let's deduct 10 points per season. Well, United would get one title and we would get three. So that would be nice. We'd have one more than United then. Um, but on the flip side, I kind of feel like they should just be vacated. I kind of feel like they should just be taken off City and they should just be vacated. And I think of Lance Armstrong's Tour de France, they were just vacated. Nobody was given those Tour de France's in retrospect. I think of Melbourne Storm getting caught with salary cap breaches, a similar type of offence in the NRL. And their two titles in 07 and 09 were vacated. They weren't given to anybody else. I think of Juventus when they were done with Calciopoli. Now, it's a slightly different case in that their, their cheating was down to the bribery of referees. But... They had two titles taken off them. The second one was given to Inter Milan because Juventus were relegated that season. The one from the previous season was just left vacant. And this is where I don't think you can just hand those titles over because... City aren't going to be relegated in any of those seasons. They would be relegated in a future season. So I feel like you just have to vacate them. Vacate them all. Now, it's going to create a spider's web of different issues. Teams who've been relegated, for example... Well, they might look at City and say, well, hang on a second. You were you were in the bottom three. You were scrapping against relegation for many years before you got your ill-gotten gains and started to cheat. So maybe we should sue you because you cheated and we suffered. Teams that missed out on top four in Champions League money have an even stronger case to potentially go after City. And then the tax man is definitely going to want to be involved because if there's suggestion that they've been paying players under the table, which I think we all know has been taking place, players and managers, it's been proven they were paying Mancini under the table. There's long been reports that they've been paying Haaland and others through different means, paying them their wages through Manchester City Football Club, and then massive bonuses through the City Football Group and in other ways. Well, the tax man's going to want to know what's going on there. And he's going to want his cut. So, I do... I do feel like this is going to be much bigger than people realise. I think it's going to be much bigger for City than even they realise right now. I think there's an absolute, an absolute shitstorm coming. And I, I, I think these charges are just going to open the floodgates. And remember, these charges only run up to a certain point. 
everything since that point is still to be investigated, which would include the last two titles they stole from us. They can give us the titles, but they're not going to feel like real titles. They're just not. And they could give our players medals, but they're not going to feel like they fully earned them because they didn't get them at the time. Like, what are we going to do? Have a parade for three cups, for three three Premier Leagues that we didn't actually win, we finished second in? Yes, we should have won them. Yes, we would have won them if not for their cheating. But can also point to our own errors in, in those seasons. We cost ourselves those titles. The Chelsea game in 13-14 should have just taken the draw, gone and beaten Palace, beaten Newcastle. Title was ours. Last season, the, the bad league form in the first half of the season. The Brighton game, the Brentford game, West Ham, uh, Leicester. Those are where we lost the title. We didn't lose the title because City cheated. City might have won the title because they cheated, but we didn't lose it because they cheated. We lost it by ourselves. Now, 1819, I mean, one defeat all season, too many draws was our issue. But at the same time, that's the one you could really point to, that their financial doping was the real reason because when you saw what they had coming off the bench but I I don't know I feel like it would be best just to vacate those titles and leave them vacant and leave them vacant as a marker of this is what happens when you cheat you will not prosper you will not get recognised you will not be in the record books you will be scrubbed from history I do feel like that's the best way to do it. Take the titles and relegate them. And relegate them all the way down. Maybe not to, you know, the seventh or eighth tier of of English football, but certainly to the National League. Let them start over from there with a two-year transfer ban and see how they do. See if those owners stick around. See if they fancy that fight of getting City back up into the Premier League. This is going to take a couple of years to to sort out as well because the independent commission will go over all the evidence, they'll hear the arguments and they will make a, a ruling and then there'll be an appeal one way or another. There's going to be appeals. If City win, the Premier League will appeal. If, if the Premier League win, City will appeal and it'll go on and on. So we'll just have to wait and see. What happens? Um, what's this? Liverpool FC. 26 players to keep and 12 who can leave. Written by Jack Losby. Long-term options. Ibu, Jota, Diaz, Gakbo and Darwin. Uh, Alison, Trent, Robbo, Callagher. Jones, Elliot, Ramsey, Pesetic, Doak, Clark, Gordon, Pitaluga, 
Davies, Tyler Morton. Players to keep as part of the transition. Virgil, Moe, Thiago, Fabinho, Gomez, Costas, Carvalho. And players to leave. Brian, Matip, Nabi, Ox, Adrian, Arthur, Bobby, Milner, Nash, Reese Williams, Leighton Clarkson, and Seth Vandenberg. I would actually keep Seth because he's a homegrown player. And I think he's worth keeping as like the fifth centre-back. But I, I think I agree with everything else. Now, I would sell the likes of Gomez and Costas and Kelleher because I think they can bring in good fees to help with the rebuild. But yeah, I mean, all of those that they've got down to go, I mean, there's, there's no argument for keeping any of them. So I think that's not bad from Jack. Um, Luis Diaz delivers injury update. Jurgen Klopp didn't want to see players for two days after the Wolves defeat. I don't blame him. I really don't blame him. I'm not sure I would have wanted to see them ever again. They were that bad. Let's move on to Liverpool.com. Thiago Alcantara myth debunked as Jurgen Klopp update as Liverpool legend falls into trap. Um, I can't even be arsed, but it's probably that Thiago's a luxury player when, in fact, he's by far the best defensive midfield player we have at the club right now. Uh, we've turned him into David Batty, which, you know, wasn't what we had planned when we bought him. Uh Diogo Jota's back. Jurgen Klopp blocked two January transfer moves as Liverpool contact midfielders' entourage. Uh, let's have a look then. Liverpool are keeping an eye on Xabi Alonso as a future manager. Fair play. Klopp blocked two moves. One for Nat Phillips, one for Naby Keita. And Liverpool contact midfielder. It's just Jude Bellingham again. Everything is Jude Bellingham. Why do we need more reports on Jude Bellingham? We know he's the top target. We don't need any more reports about Jude. We just need Jude in a Liverpool jersey. Right, moving on to AnfieldIndex.com. The headline piece today is Tony Evans' latest Monday's Merseyside derby is a watershed moment for Liverpool. Do check that one out. Uh, could Federico Chiesa be the Salah replacement? Uh, this piece was written by Stephen Smith. Uh, Premier League preview ahead of Liverpool versus Everton. Also written by Stephen Smith. Cater departure, minimum three for the summer. Uh, this was written by David Davis. Uh, we need at least four midfielders this summer. At least four. And Mason Mount, ideal summer midfield addition for Liverpool. Uh, written by Young Henrold. I think Mason Mount would be a brilliant signing. Now, I think if you sign Mason Mount and Jude, you're committing to playing a box midfield because I don't think you can use them together in any other way. England tried to use them together in a three and it didn't work at all. And that was at the slower pace, much easier international level. But I think in the Premier League, if you play them as the wide midfielders who move central when you have possession and clear the wide areas for Trent and for Robbo, 
I think that would work really well. If you play Jude, I would say Jude from the right, Mount from the left. Now, it would mean that Diaz would, you know, be a rotation option, which is fine. He can play up front as one of the front two. He gives you the option of being a winger in your box midfield who can shift wide and whatever. I think it would work. I think it also fits better for the likes of Harvey, fits better for the likes of Curtis, the likes of Fabio Carvalho. It gives you Gakpo, Darwin, Moe and Jota, plus Diaz as front three, front two options. Diaz and Gakpo could play as tens, as like, as I said, could Harvey, Curtis and Fabio. You'd need two new midfielders behind them, obviously, two more. And whether we have the money or not, I, I have doubts. But you would need... If, if if Fabinho can get back to being even decent, Fab and Thiago as the rotation options behind, say, Ugart and Caicedo, where you can play any two from that four, that would be strong. And I think it would make us... Uh, a better team overall. Um, but yeah, I would absolutely love Mason Mount. I think he's a really good player. I, I don't understand why there's people turning their noses up at him. I, I really don't understand that. Have you watched some of the draws we've had in midfield? Mason Mount would be a huge upgrade. Um, Podcast-wise, we have loads. Loads of new ones. A new Moby on the spot. Jim Boardman sitting in for Trev, who's out of action at the moment. Uh, there's a new scout at myself and Carl had a look at Everton. We were quite downcast. There's a new Media Matters, Dave Davis and Jonathan Northcroft. Give that one a listen. There's a new Money Talks, Mohad Harinder and Joe Block from Spirit of Shankly on. And there is a new scout of Tommy's, Jim Boardman, Jay Reed, and Tony Evans talking about things from a scout's perspective. Uh, podcast entitled, entitled Chicken and Chips. Do give that one a listen as well. There is a rival recon to come from Mr. Seti, and then there'll be the usual post-match Raw. There'll be a Nina Kauser show and all that good stuff as we head into next week. So there you go. That's all I have for you today. That might be all I have for anybody today. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index, and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.